0: All right, welcome. My name is Helen Bednar, and today we're discussing the creative process. With me today is Brittany Chafee. She's an author, storyteller, and blogger. Hello, Brittany. Hello, how are you? I am doing well. How about yourself? Doing well, doing really well. Good. Thanks for taking the time um, to meet with me today. But before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Certainly. Um, I
1: graduated from the University of St. Thomas in 2010. So my gosh, that was kind of a long time ago, it feels like. But um, I double majored in advertising and communications. Um, I really loved writing and I wanted to be a writer, but I focused on advertising I went and worked for an agency right out of college um, called Periscope, and um, randomly quit after eight months because I didn't like it and it was really difficult. But <laughs> um, just didn't know what I really wanted to do. Became a flight attendant. Long story long, I ended up um, pursuing my career in writing um, and marketing, and then working really closely with creative teams and kind of and doing some copywriting on the side and freelancing, and then. Now I work for United Health Group on their um, content digital content experience team as a writer. That's kind of just a a quick, quick summary of my, since 2010, I suppose.
0: (laughs) Yes, and I love that you kind of gave us that quick um, uh, timeline of what you've been doing, because I think it's interesting to kind of hear your journey into where you are today. As an author, um, I I have read your Wild Morning books, um, Borderline, and tell us a little bit about those projects and how that kind of has really kind of pushed you into writing.
1: Yeah, well, I think what we forget when we're pursuing our careers in college is that we can have kind of a passion career on the side. And I think that's where. Writing for me started because I, I didn't like what I was doing professionally because I was working, you know, I was in Excel spreadsheets and communicating with clients and I was a more creative person and I just wasn't filling that bucket for myself at all. So I just started writing on the side. So I would write poetry. I went to classes at the Loft Literary Center in downtown Minneapolis. I was taking um, memoir classes, learning how to write memoir. Um, and doing those things on the side. I also wrote for a few online magazines for fun, things that I wanted to know more about. I would just write about, um, and kind of write through it. And they ended up being good things to pitch to magazines and started getting published in them. And I thought that was kind of dropped my driving force of like how I wanted to continue my career. And cause I enjoyed it. Um, so kind of dipping it, just taking the time to dip into those create, you know, those things that I like to do passionately, creatively, um, kind of led me, it slowly kind of merged with my career. I feel like, so I like, was in advertising, I was in marketing, and then I kind of molded my own career by based on my passions. And then they kind of just became one and now I'm a writer and that's how I, you know, it's corporate America, but I still on the daily, okay. write. Um, uh, and I think that helped me like pursuing those things. I self-published a book, Um, and continuing to pitch magazines every month, I set aside time every month, even amidst my job to do those things because they fill my cup and they make me happy. And I think hearing about people that are pursuing their passions on the side, eventually just merges in with your career.
0: Yes, I agree with you 100%. And I love how you brought up some of the things that kind of got you heading in that direction. So what are the, some of the other things that you do to stay creative? Well, what do I do? I, I set
1: aside time to journal (laughs) like a 12 year old. I've had journals since since I was 12. Um, I, I go on a lot of walks. I spend time being quiet. I actually on the side, I'm also a, an avid horse girl. So I go to the farm and, um, ride a four-year-old giant chestnut horse named Crow. Um, and those things kind of things that, like, completely stepping away from you know, going and accessing things that I did when I was a kid is often the, what makes me more creative. So, like, being around the horses and writing in a journal, or lately I got into painting rocks, which sounds insane, but it's actually delightful. And just doing things that like I did during my childhood to kind of access that more creative side. And you know, like, even if I have writer's block or something, like going on a walk or moving around or traveling um and just making sure to carve those those things aside um even on the daily like i i'm a freelance writer on top of my career like actually having a job in you know at united health group so every day i usually like spend my lunch hour looking at my personal emails looking at my personal website um or like reading a book or reading you know something that might be interesting to me and learning more about that and then writing about that and learning even more um and then after work, taking the time to like, go do something that is going to like flex those creative muscles,
0: like walking or, Mm -hmm. or whatever, picking a rock. (laughs) Yeah, no, Um, I'm avid. (laughs) I, I, I love that you're bringing all this up because I believe that not only of being educated, but pairing it with tools that can help you get that creative process going. Because I, um, in my drawing course, we do um, how to be an explorer of the world and they do this portable life museum. It's by Carrie Smith. It's like these burn books and destroy this journal, but really artists and scientists really analyze the world around them in similar ways by documenting, like you're saying, journaling and, you know, collecting things. And I, I think it's important to do that because you just never know when creativity is going to strike. Oh, my gosh,
1: absolutely. And being quiet, like, I put down my phone, I did this thing, I wrote about it, of course, I was like, I'm going to not touch my phone for an entire weekend. And I didn't touch my phone. And it being quiet, and not having something to occupy my brain had helped me. I came up with ideas to write. I was, you know, it was crazy and also consuming other artists and creative things. So like podcasts, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read a lot of books. That's where I get like half of my writing ideas. Everyone is like, where do you get your ideas to write or pitch this idea? I'm like, I read incessantly. Like I can't, like, I can't, if I step away from books and I kind of just like dry up creatively because you're not learning anything. You're not hearing other people's stories. So that helps me a lot too, or like going to a old bookstore or like just really, really like things that were such obvious answers, like I feel like, but they still open a space where I can listen and learn from other people and consume other art. And that's what makes me feel most creative.
0: Oh, I I love that. I am I'm the same way too. I I have been practicing a lot more of that practice quiet and and with all the social media noise that's going on in this world, you kind of go down those rabbit holes and you lose yourself, right? So tell yourself now as you are going through the industry, going through everything that you have, what advice would you tell your younger self? to do more of while you were in school? Oh, I was in school.
1: Oh, I wish I would have listened to my, like, my intuition of, like, intuition of what I wanted to do. I didn't, I, like, didn't go headfirst into writing. I I went into advertising because I just didn't think, I'm like, oh, newspapers are out, magazines are dead, you know, not not considering, like, the written word just in general and the internet. Mm -hmm. But, um, so I wish I would have, follow it sounds so dumb Follow my heart <laughs> but I wish I would have done that and you know t- took the time to be quiet and ask myself what do I really want to do and explore things um, and also being more comfortable with failing I think I failed multiple times and beat myself up, up about it like when I quit my job and advertising when I thought that's where my entire career was going to go at, at an agency uh, like mad men style I thought that's who I was going to be and it just did not fit for me and I felt I was just like a failure for not being that person, but it showed me that I needed to be, I was a more creative person. So like, I think failing allowed me to understand myself a little better and how I was changing and like what defined me and my career, which was being creative. And I didn't go into that in and, that, in, you know, initially. So follow your heart, fail, be quiet. I wish I would have known those three things, <laughs> um, which sounds like such obvious answers, but I think those would be my answers.
0: Yes, love that. So, according to Indeed, encouraging creativity in the workplace can help boost business success. So, we kind of talked about when you went to college, some of the things that you felt like you should have learned about yourself. And as you mentioned, it's some of the obvious things. But what kind of courses did you take to kind of help students align, or were there any tools to? help your creativity or boost it Um, you kind of mentioned some of the things that you took um, while you were done with school but what was um, some courses that you might have taken
1: I wish I would have taken more like English lit I did not take anything like I didn't go into literature at all in college I wish I would have done that that would have really shown me that I loved you know that kind of space and I just didn't I just ignored it so I wish I would have explored that more um I mean when God, it's so weird when I was going to college they didn't like we talked about radio ads and billboards like we didn't have social media when we were in college like it's hey. it blows my mind <laughs> so like the things the classes I were taking seemed like they made sense because you know um but now I would explore things like I I really also loved like art classes and I just didn't really take art classes. I just didn't flex my creative brain at all. Like I was just everything I was like business courses, which are obviously they totally make sense and I'm glad I took those classes as well. Mm-hmm. But I would have found a lot of value too in taking like an Excel, like learning Excel, mm-hmm. whether it's YouTube or an actual course, which I'm assuming colleges have that now, but yes. Excel, PowerPoint, understanding how to create a presentation, under, you know, how to you know, speak to leadership and present, you know, like present your work in a way that's, you know, easy for them to, to read and understand quickly, like things like that. um, Mm -hmm. I wish I'd have taken more of, I think in college, I just didn't really know. Like, I didn't have this, like structure in my mind that I knew, you know, I just was taking what I was expected to take, but going like stepping out of the box, take a class that you're kind of uncomfortable with that you feel like will benefit you or
0: things like that. No, I agree with you 100% because I did the same thing. I took everything that was fine arts and was there social media back in the 2000s, early 2000s? No, <laughs> and the idea oh, no. That that's what I do, but it goes back to content creation and that design thinking process where you take from mm-hmm. step to step into, you know, creating valuable content that keeps people coming back. So, yep. um, I, I am so happy you kind of shared some of those thoughts because I think students, when they take the course, they're so focused on their pathway and that's it, where there yeah. might also be interest in other kind of hobbies that you can pick up. For example, um, I spoke to Alyssa Grieve and she mentioned that, yes, I'm a marketer, but I took photography on the side and that's helped mm-hmm. tell my visual story. Mm-hmm. Was there any other kind of courses or anything else that really helped you ignite that? Um, I think
1: I did take an advertising class that we had to put together like a giant book full of ads and like define like the type of ad that they were. And that helps me really understand the ad space really well. It it was a huge project. Um, I took like a Christian marriage class that was like super, like it was so it was, it was kind of intense. I'd write a big paper, but it also like showed me as a creative person, how to format like a story around something. I don't know nothing about because we had to write this huge essay at mm-hmm. the end of that, which was helpful for me as a writer, but like, you know, how, when Alyssa said she took photography, obviously that helps significantly in a social media space, but everyone is creative. There's not one person you could, you could be like an analytics person and you are creative. Like, I think that's like, we get like pigeonholed in things because people that don't think they're creative are people that think that they're really creative are actually analytical too. And it's really beneficial. I wish I would have taken like a data analytics class too. Like that would have been crazy helpful for me in my career and like looking at reporting and social media and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I think like every, and I feel bad, like, I honestly don't know if I have an answer for, classes and at school that helped me because the the cli- like the climate changed so much in my time like I wish I would have like a photography yes. class that would have been incredible um but I kind of feel like it's like oh my god I went to this like very buttoned up college and we had a very like set up course and I don't think I just <laughs> think I like branched out as much as I could have and what was crucial for me so I don't know if I did that enough
0: Right. Um, And I think you bring up a great point, because I think sometimes as an instructor, it's hard to not rear off and talk about other things that I'm like, oh, my God, you might want to take an analytics class. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or you might want to take a finance class so you can help do your freelance bookkeeping. Um, (laughs) So there are. Oh, my God. That would have been crucial. Right, there were so many things that you could take, but I, I love how you kind of talked about how um, you started after college. You started pursuing things and continued to look for things that helped you build your career. And I think that is so valuable. And I even think today, I mean, it's not that was it. I'm done looking. I'm not gonna follow other blogs or anything um, or social yep. media influencers. Can you tell me some of the people you follow to help with your creative process?
1: Oh, who do I follow? Oh my gosh. There's a lot. I follow a lot of writers, um, local writers, you know, people that write for the New Yorker and, uh, New York times, um, poet. I follow, um, there's an Instagram account called poetry is not a luxury and it's my fa- they always post the best poetry and I discover a lot of writers there. Um I I should I wish I could like pull up my Instagram right now. Um I also follow a lot of like graphic artists, um, just based on who I know from previous like writing articles and then working with the graphic artists for to the to pair the articles with the photography or whatever it may be. Um let me see here. I Don't know, I'd have to
0: think about this a little harder. I feel like I'm no, like I, I'm you, I kind of put you up. on the spot, but I would love a <laughs> little list and I can put it on to my website. But I I just know that it's not a one-stop and that's it after education. You really do have to grow and it it's it's really a journey. Um, so I do love all the things that you're talking about. Cause I feel like, um, when I'm talking to my students, I'm trying to point them in a direction of things that could kind of ignite that creativity. Um, mm. so, um, I'm hoping that this conversation will help them understand that after college, it's like, here's my portfolio done, got the job next right? Yep. So yeah, there's so much
1: uh, more that you can explore.
0: Yes, definitely. Did you have anything else you would like to add to tell a student if they, if you had to tell them anything to enhance their education? Oh, I would say to
1: be patient with yourself and make mistakes and try new things that you don't think or make you uncomfortable. I think that's one of the biggest, because you keep doing that throughout your career. I completely changed my career midway through and went into data and analytics, kind of on a whim during the pandemic, which was like, but it, it built my resume. It made me uncomfortable. I wasn't, you know, and now I look back on it and I can do things that are so beyond my even creative space that help enhance that. So because I understand who I'm writing to, and I understand the audience now, because I can look at Adobe analytics and it's helpful. So be patient and make mistakes, and and really take the time to be quiet and look at what you really love to do and access your childhood. Like what did you do um, when you were a kid? And I another thing I heard the other day that is that was really helpful for me um, was like the paradox of envy. Look at your life and see who creatively you envy. Like who are like what's like your favorite author or what's like a favorite website or an Instagram and why and really like look into why you're jealous of that person or why you want to be like them because it Mm -hmm. will tell you like how you like how what you might want to pursue or what you might want to do with your life I remember being so jealous of all these like incredible writers when I was in college and I didn't like dip into that at all and realize that like oh I want to be a writer I want to write so looking at envy in a positive manner not being crazy envy. green screen is never good on anybody, but accessing that and using that
0: for your benefit and understanding what you
1: want to do with your life. I think that's a an interesting way to look at it. Hmm.
0: I love that. That's a great takeaway. Again, thank <laughs> you. So, oh, thank you so much for chatting to me and telling us a little bit about your creative process, Brittany. Um, You're welcome. And, and I look forward to hearing more from you. Perfect. Thank you so much, Helen. It was lovely to chat. All righty.